<laughs> yeah, we were going to do this unedited, right? Um, perfect. Welcome back. Wait, I don't even know if the microphones are on. I think they are. Cool, cool. Oh Season two. Welcome back. We're doing this in person. Which is so weird because like we're sitting next to each other and we never yeah. sit next to each other. And what are we in like 46 episodes in? I think something is right. This is crazy. So we were going to record last night. Yeah, it didn't work out. I, uh... <laughs> Probably too much wine and got tired and, so and then we is. and then we shared our pump. Oh yeah, we did. Um, forgot a pump. Probably not the best thing on my end because like hello so fun yes so so last time we were recording I just failed my IVF transfer and you had a 10 day old I did something like that which is like why did I record I don't know you're a crazy person crazy crazy thank god for my husband because I don't even like know what I was doing I think that was still well I had a c-section so I wasn't like bleeding but I still was in like a diaper and you set up doing it didn't you yeah that's crazy now that I've given birth like yeah yes speaking of yeah because I took off what we took off four months September October November December yeah because I had a baby okay yeah can we talk about that yeah sweet little Brooklyn you got to meet her yesterday she guys she is the cutest thing ever so sweet so sweet we're so excited for you. Super excited. It's been crazy. I went back to work last week and it's not fun, mm. <laughs> but we're making I it. Can't, yeah, I'm sure. Just it's like crazy. pumping all the things. All like the things. It's a full-time job in itself on yeah. top of your full-time job on top of being a mom. And but. I, yeah. And I think like having like worked so hard for her, like the last thing I want to do is just like, okay, like I spent 12 weeks with her. Like now I'm going to work. Yeah. It's oh, crazy. Sure. Okay. But back up. So we, I know we've had a lot of guests even ask about kind of how your pregnancy was because I know you were open about talking about your diagnosis as you had and all that. Mm-hmm. So can you like talk with us about your pregnancy? Yeah. So we, last time we were really on, because I don't think we've shared, I think we shared I was pregnant on season one. We did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very hesitantly. Yes. Um, I kept being like, we're going to have to edit it out. Oh, yeah. Um, But yeah, we got pregnant at the end of January and we started Lovenox, which was like what we wanted to do with IVF. And I was like not approved to do it because I don't have um, um, a disorder technically. But I was like, I saw it on Instagram. So I'm like, I'm going to do it. I love that for you. So we, I know. And there's yeah. been other girls on Instagram, I kid you not, that have reached out and said, like, I want to do it. they did it. Oh. And then they like have a successful pregnancy, oh, which is like right. all the physicians in the area are going to be like, shut up. <laughs> oh, <please. laughs> Don't like say Lovenox is yeah. the, the, cure. the cure. But anyway, so we did Lovenox, um, the first 15 weeks and like everything was like great. And, and then, that's a shot, right? yeah. So you do it in your stomach. I actually got a DM last night. And the girl was like, I have all these red welts because I'm doing it in my hips. And yeah, it's oh it's a lot. You do yeah. it. Most people with the diagnosis will do it until they up until they deliver. And then sometimes they'll switch to like heparin because it like will cause more bleeding when you deliver because the blood thinner. Okay, got it. Yeah. So it worked for me, or at least I think it did. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the midst of that, diagnosed with hyperemesis. So that's really, I can't believe we recorded through all that. Um, yeah, I don't know how. I was like been. on mute throwing up. Literally, I <laughs> wish, guys, sometimes I wish that we had the video on because literally Kat would have to like mute and be like, I gotta go not showing up. her face on the camera. <laughs> like, 
Um, please hold. I'll be right back. Which is like so shitty because you had such a beautiful pregnancy. I know like last night we were talking about like, let's talk about um, like how sometimes for coming from infertility, you romanticize pregnancy yeah. and you were like, well, mine was great. I know. And like, obviously that's great <laughs> no oh my gosh no I but think that's no, but it, I mean it is true like I think you wait so long like all you're wanting is right to get pregnant and so you're just like this whole time you're like if I just get pregnant like it's gonna be like, uh -huh. like then I'll be in like the great part of it yeah and I think like you said like we all kind of romanticize it and yeah I feel like half the time it winds up being so easy and great and wonderful and then the other time there's obviously complications and that's just life I yeah guess. and like now I have a three-month-old and I'm like I will die if I get pregnant again like I do not want to be pregnant in such a mind yeah, it's sure. so confusing for like three years all, all the whole was like pregnant 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 yeah, exactly. and now I'm like oh god no please don't yeah. please don't what am I gonna do yeah, true. yeah so I had hyperemesis and then I had was diagnosed um I was anemic so I had to go get iron infusion on top of like my IVs for the hyperemesis for fluids and then I um I did I tell you you knew I've had passed out while driving remember you like literally texting me and yeah. can so, we tell everyone this this is crazy that's like, what this I was, is like in a freaking movie well that's what I was telling you last night when I was like dousing my pasta with salt I don't understand so I had such low sodium levels that it caused me to pass out so it's called oh gosh I used to know all the names of my diseases <laughs> Yeah, it's called yeah. oh I probably have it in my phone notes but yeah you can your sodium levels can drop so low that like you're not getting like the proper stuff to like your brain and you That's just pass out so scary so you were driving I was to I was at work I was 20 I remember I was like past the point of viability because I thought like the baby's gonna come like yeah. I thought it was related I guess it was related to pregnancy but the baby yeah. was fine um yeah. And I was completely fine. I got in my car and like four minutes into driving, I started to get like really dizzy. Like you, you feel like you're going to faint. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm fine. Like I just ate. So I was like, I'm not like, you know, yeah. sometimes like hyperglycemia when yeah, you're pregnant yeah. and I was on top of a bridge in Charleston, like over the ocean, there's, so scary. there's no sides like to pull off on. And I just remember all everything getting like really, really, really narrow. And I was like, I have to call 911 because no one's gonna know. Like I have to call 911. The fact that you even like knew to like I feel like in that moment it's like what? I think if I wasn't pregnant, I would have probably not done that. Yeah. But I think I was so scared for the for I thought her. something was wrong with the baby that was making me like, like that. Okay. Because yeah. it came out of nowhere. Yeah. And so I grabbed my phone and I called 911. And the next thing I know, I'm on the side of the bridge, my car is in park. And the operators on the other end, and like okay, I, wait, wait, wait. yeah, you have no idea how you got to the end of this. No, right. and literally it was like three minutes. Like I look at my, because you know how you can look at your iPhone and you can see how long you've been on the phone with someone. Like I don't remember any of it. Okay, no, I wasn't on the other side of the bridge. I was still on the top. Yeah, I just had park. <laughs> just it was like eleven a.m. Thank God on like a Tuesday. So yeah. So anyways, yeah, so I go to L and D and they like hook the baby up and I'm just like, you know, everything that the could go wrong, the worst case scenario. I'm like, are we going to have this baby today? They yeah. couldn't find anything wrong, but all that really led to, <laughs> led to then them thinking I had a heart problem, which is pretty, can be common in pregnancy from just the stress of pregnancy that it almost like when you struggle to get pregnant or you struggle to hold a pregnancy, you're like, okay, maybe my body just like really was like, we can't do this. Yeah. I mean, it did it, but it like, it, it, like, it kept yeah, making me, to. Like, yeah. 
this is why it never works. Yeah. Like, I'm like, now I have hyperemesis. I have anemia. I can't even like keep up my regular hormone level. So anyways, we stayed in L and D for like eight hours. They couldn't find anything wrong. The baby was fine. That was the first time I was hooked up to like an NST. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And um, everything was fine. So then I couldn't drive for the rest of my pre- pregnancy. Which, can we talk, like, what? Like, yeah. that's a, you were only, what? You were, like, 20. You were 28. I was, like, 20. Which, like, you think, like, oh, you're almost at the end. No, no, no. And, I mean, you're working still. Not only am I working, I travel for work. So. So my mom, no. <laughs> my mom and my dad and Josh would drive me three hours away to the hospitals that I would work at while I held a trash can and would throw up the whole way while taking conference calls. Y'all, I mean, it was awful. It was really, this is like, it was really hard. Like Brooklyn is like the miracle baby. And I think like mom of one (laughs) sounds great. Oh yeah. my goodness. Wow. That's a lot. It was I a lot. I, mean, I knew like obviously bits and pieces, yeah. pieces, but I don't think like everyone knew all of the yeah. details. Do about. you remember, do you remember when now after that, they were going to make me do the Holter monitor where you, and it was going to be during my baby shower. Yes, yes. They were wanted me to wear like this whole, this like big chunky heart monitor. <laughs> that was like an external thing, like a purse. So you, would, like, see it. you would totally see it. And they wanted me to wear it for two weeks straight. And I, and I was already like 30 some weeks pregnant. And I'm like, no. absolutely not. And it was going to be on my baby shower. Yeah, and I feel like women in general always like, you know, want the baby shower to be like this yeah. beautiful thing and have like pictures and have everyone there. And then especially I think add on top of it, like fertility, like issues, if you're waiting to have the shower, I know for me, like my baby shower, I literally had planned years you're in, in your baby shower. If anybody needs to plan a baby shower or yeah, any sister. type my of. My sister is the one who did my whole shower and it literally was like all my dreams. Gorgeous. But I think even that, because like you, you waited so long for it, then you're like, well, I don't want to freaking add this. Like, And at that point, I'm like, I'm definitely never doing this again. Yeah. So this is it. But yeah, so we, I didn't do it. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I've had enough. Yeah. Um. And Anyways, I mean, she was never like, the, like, there was nothing wrong with her the whole time. I think until the end, thing. remember? Yeah. So then that was the last of it. Polyhydraminose, which means you have too much amniotic fluid. And it's just basically they say they like kind of went through like the, there's like 10 things that could be wrong with the baby. And they went through nine of the 10 and they said the last one you can't test in utero and she could just be born with a genetic disease and you won't know until she's born. Talk about it. <laughs> like trauma oh my goodness so don't reach out to me and say how did you not have anxiety after pregnancy after loss because I had it literally until she was born yeah Yeah. it was just crazy nothing was she didn't have a genetic disorder at least not this is all not to scare anyone of being pregnant yeah no (laughs) but let's yeah because talk about your experience this is just like real life though like you genuinely don't know like how your pregnancy is gonna go and I mean honestly it could be different for every single pregnancy I was gonna say it could be yeah Yeah. (laughs) it'd be entirely different right yeah I just am so thankful and I think like it's especially like if you're in a season of infertility right now and you're listening and you're like, Oh my gosh, she's just complaining or, uh, well, I would die to be pregnant. Like that's, I used to say that all the time. And it's true. Like when people all felt that or people would be like, Oh, I gained like 40 pounds. Like I would literally weigh 400 pounds and walk around, walk around daily life. If I could have a baby. And then so many people can relate to that. Yeah. Cause I mean, I think we all have those thoughts, but I guess it like, it doesn't mean that your like feelings and everything are not valid. Yeah. And I think even, and we've talked about it, I think before is I think I've 
shared that I like was nervous sharing posts or pictures of bed too much because I was like, I don't want to like be in people's faces or anything like that. I don't want to make anyone feel bad because I do, I am like quote unquote on the other side of it mm -hmm. and I don't want to make anyone feel bad. But at the same time, like that is my reality. This is my real life. Like Ben is my miracle. So yeah, I'm proud of it and I want to share him. And so I feel like that's why we've probably really been quiet on the podcast too, because yeah. you're in the season of like, mom I have a 15 15 month uh he is almost 14 months 14 yeah, month yeah. old and then like I'm like in this bliss phase of yeah, I have a four month yeah. old and by no means I mean obviously even on maternity leave we're we recorded Monday Wednesday Friday yeah. Saturdays we were super busy like we're yeah. super invested but it's it's been challenging like last night we kept just like pouring another <laughs> glass of wine and we're like how do we approach this podcast yes, because yeah. we want to keep the community we want to like sure. continue to share people's stories yeah. and even though we're not necessarily walking this season right now of infertility like we both obviously have our our child we still want to make sure that you know this is a space for women to feel comfortable and want to share their stories about infertility and you don't have to be on the other side of it to be on our show like you can still be hoping and praying to be pregnant and still walking this whole path but you obviously are more than welcome on the show we love all the stories so yeah and for all amanda and i know gosh when because you're gonna be 30 this year yeah, and you've talked about on the show you're gonna after gear 30, up after gear 30 up Another round of IVF. Another yeah. round of IVF. And for me, like, I'm highly expecting to have more miscarriages. I mean, why would, yeah. like, why wouldn't I? Right. Yeah. And I think it'll be, I'm, I'm thinking it'll be different now that like, for me, my biggest thing, like, yes, miscarriage was devastating mm -hmm. and it still is devastating, but like, I just wanted to experience being a mom. Like that yeah. was like the, that was like the, cru the soul crushing piece of a lot of them, especially because so, so many of mine were really early. Yeah. I was like, gosh, it's just like the dream that keeps getting crushed over and over. So I'm very curious to see, and maybe I won't, like, it'd be great if I don't ever have one yeah. again. I'm yeah, just no, assuming maybe my body like reset, but yeah, we're definitely still deep in it. Yeah. Well, that's even like, so Chris and I, so obviously I know I've shared my whole story, but um I like don't get pregnant like obviously I've gotten pregnant once on my own and it took like a very long time to get pre pregnant naturally but I still every single month this could be just me being like a crazy person I take a pregnancy test every single month I didn't know that no every month but why wouldn't you right well no, I, no, I'm, so yeah. I just got my baby TMI but I literally just got my period back after a year yeah because Amanda <laughs> is like the breastfeeding queen we could like we'll dive into that in a second too because I think that's I, that's really cool too and anyways yeah she's still breastfeeding her son I, at 14 months which holy shit that's amazing <laughs> so I just got my period back um so I've only had two so I obviously didn't know like I mean I could be pregnant yeah you can get pregnant while you're breastfeeding but I um I still take a pregnancy test every month, but I say that because I literally still am just so petrified. If I get pregnant, I'm just going to miscarry. Really? So I, oh my gosh. So when you go to take them, you're not like, oh, I, are, are you like, I hope I'm pregnant secretly. And then no, you don't I, want to be. No. And I mean, obviously if we did, like I would be so excited and whatever, but I, all I know is my body with my eggs always creates abnormal babies. So because of that, we did IVF so many times and every single embryo came back chromosomally like abnormal. Yeah, I was just so thinking, I'm, like, I'm just thinking maybe people are listening to season two and they didn't hear your original yeah. story. You did IVF yeah. three times? So I did, yeah. So we did it, well, we did two rounds on our own and then the third round was where we got Ben, yes. my son, who we transferred and he was an embryo adopted, like adopted embryo. 
So our two rounds, um, we got five embryos from both, like we had total. three in one, yeah, total, and two in the other. And we tested them every time for, um, like, we, we sent them off for genetic yeah. testing, and it all, every single one was missing, like, multiple chromosomes. And then, and then, and I had, a, and then I had a natural pregnancy on my own, and that one also had chromosome like, issues. Yeah. yeah. So you're like a hundred percent. Six babies, if you want to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, six babies with all chromosome issues. For us, I'm like, okay, if I make a baby, it always has out like, something wrong with it so are you you guys aren't trying you're just taking like the test as like okay let me just like crazy person and I'm like Chris is like I didn't even you know (laughs) and I was like there's free cum guys there's free cum Oh my, like, oh my god he's like oh my god he's like which is like, just so funny I mean it's just we're literally polar opposites because yeah. I wanted to talk to like just quickly about like the actual birth but like yeah. for us we had seven babies and we've tested every single one we tested including our failed IVF yeah, what genetically normal so crazy so that's just like bizarre to me yeah. and then like with our pregnancies you had like the easiest pregnant you had a very easy pregnancy your breastfeeding journey has been super beautiful and like it works for you and Ben mine has been really I've struggled a ton with it and then like my pregnancy sucks but then your birth was traumatic and my birth birth my birth was like I pushed for like 10 minutes and and then she came out and it was great and so I guess like it it all evens out right it is so crazy like it's just so different for every person. Yeah. And you just never know like what you're no. going to have. I know. It's so crazy. So let's just quickly talk about we. So Amanda and I, we restarted. I told her, I was like, I'm not going to open my computer until January. Yeah. Don't even get started on the yeah. podcast. And you kept being like, now oh, we're going to do the podcast. Like, well, <laughs> like, I think we should maybe start a little bit earlier. I know. Yeah. And so then I'm like looking at our scheduled stuff. We... Yeah, we restarted November 9th. <laughs> yeah, that did not it didn't did last. Did last. It didn't last, but it was so cool because I have a full-time job. And so last year we spent every single weekend recording with you guys, like yeah. every Saturday and Sunday, which at the time, Amanda, I don't, I just don't know how you did it. You had a little baby and I'm over here just like, yeah, I'm cool. I don't have any responsibilities. <laughs> and it was hard. Um, and so then on maternity leave, we were able to up that and we recorded Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Did we we did some Saturdays too? I think we did a few. Yeah. yeah. I think for the most part, it was like during the week. And so we're 16. I have it pulled up right now. We're 16 episodes already, already recorded. recorded. Yeah. So things might be like a little different. Like when we, I think when they like actually go on some people's stories might be a little different. Yeah. At that time. I'm looking. And so like what we did, I remember we did on Instagram, um, we posted like what you guys wanted to hear. And I'm pretty sure we rec- we've recorded every, everybody that wanted to hear something. I know people wanted to hear about surrogacy. Mm-hmm. We got Chelsea got on, yeah, was which was so cool. She used a surrogate and then she did an IVF transfer like a few weeks before her surrogate's IVF transfer. So she has two little ones. That's crazy. You guys, that episode is insane. You need to listen to it. Like, oh my God. Yes. And I, and I think that's really cool too, that we have all the content because we can almost like allocate them out yeah. where they're so different, where I think last season too, sometimes People would be like, not this, repetitive. Yeah. Like, obviously everyone's story is different, but similar topics. topics. Yeah. yeah. So we did, we did that. We um, record, I remember we recorded with Tara. She was our very first one and she did embryo adoption mm-hmm. and she had a natural pregnancy. Both of those after she was 40 years old. 
cool. Which was really neat. So cool, yeah. I'm trying to think of some other really like um different I mean, they're ones. All literally so good. Oh yeah. It's so fun and so exciting just to meet all of like these different women and just their different stories and yeah, last night we were like, oh, remember when we recorded with Alexis? Let's go look at her Instagram. Where do you think she's at? And like to Amanda's point, some of these girls had like just transferred two days before they started recording with us. And last season, Morgan had done that. Yeah, and, yeah. Then and then we got to later find, you found know. out and now she has her son. Yeah, um, really cool. But yeah, we kind of just, it's, it's really nice. And I think a few of the other standouts to me, like I know we recorded with Kendra, who has her own podcast. So cool. And she has an Australian accent. Oh, I love Australian accent. I'm like, count me. Yeah, but she's just so grounded. And like, I just thought she spoke so well. You guys had asked, like, can we record with somebody that's like, been through treatment, they've tried to build their family. And then they just got to the point where they're like, look, child free, like, we're gonna just like live our life. And maybe we'll reassess but like this year we're gonna like live our life and we're not gonna pursue treatment and I think she just spoke so beautifully to oh, that absolutely. that one was cool who else we got we have a, I mean we I have mean, so so many there's so many we have Sierra Mary Lee uh she was so cute um Brennan who <laughs> Brennan was funny oh, do you remember yes. that yeah she was really funny that that one was really good do you remember the story about how she like orally took the progesterone yes, and called close, and literally called, poison control called her dad I'm like, God, there is some good things coming yeah it so funny we that, literally were crying laughing Britain's dad <laughs> called poison control and was like my daughter accidentally took her vaginal <laughs> her vagina pills in her throat okay that yeah. one was good uh we talked about Alexis Chelsea Katie super cute Katie is in um my local what the fertility group um and she now has a daughter after years years of infertility she went through like IUIs and IVFs with endo and nobody had diagnosed the endo and so she just like kept trying and then they finally addressed it and she which like yeah I know in itself oh my gosh I I know it was so long without being diagnosed I know and so she has a daughter I think her daughter was born like a month before Brooklyn so sweet and then you had your little ear surgery when I interviewed with Tracy she oh, was yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was so cool she's the CEO I'm really excited about that one. yeah it. isn't that Especially the best now, like, I feel like I'll be like you guys I won't know because I didn't she recorded on her computer so I I don't even have the episode so I haven't been able to listen to it yeah and so I'm excited I love doing it last year I think I missed one yeah and then <laughs> the one I missed too was like super triggering for me and so maybe yeah. we'll do a better job yeah. this year at like not all like trigger warning trigger warning but maybe you guys can at least just like know a little bit more ahead of time what the yeah. topic That's is true. I forgot which one I missed but you were like whatever you do don't listen to it yes I think oh it, I think it was still birth it was a, yeah, yeah. yeah and I I was very pregnant. pregnant at the time yeah, yeah. Which is hard to hear. Yeah, which, and a lot of these episodes, I feel like a lot of them this year were pretty lighthearted, but they were also really, really good. So Mm -hmm. yeah, Tracy from Mate Fertility, she, she was just so cool. Um, She's a part of the LGBT community and Mate Fertility basically makes IVF not only affordable, um, but like it really opens it up to women and people that can't, that their insurance doesn't cover it. She was like, I have a financial background. Oh my God. The whole podcast was numbers. Y'all, I've, 
I applied Stop. to her company afterwards. Oh I did. My gosh. Yeah, we that's like so link, cool. we linked in. I was like, here's my resume. You guys are this is you're, what you're, you're doing. So cool. Yeah, that's awesome. They partner with OBGYNs in um all different states. So like say you live, I don't know, like say you live in like Orangeburg, South Carolina. Well, you're not going to have a reproductive endocrinologist within like an hour of you. Mm -hmm. So what they do is they partner with OBGYNs in all different clinics. And then they have a team of REIs that, like, go out. that consult the OB. So then they basically get the OB certified and qualified to do, because think about it. You're just getting monitored mostly. Yeah. They Then they send the reports back to REIs. They do it virtually. Oh, cool. They equip the OB yeah, to take awesome. care of you. Yeah. Yeah. Which I thought was just incredible. That's so that's a cool company. We'll, we'll launch that one. We had Amanda on, um, which is so which funny. Is funny. Cause like we were like, okay, no, that Amanda, no, this Amanda. <laughs> and you guys both have the background in social. Yeah. Or, like, I mean, like counseling yeah. Therapy, counseling. Yeah. So she talked about mental health and awesome. she had a lot yeah. of pregnancy after loss, Sarah Boyd. Um, nurse practitioner. Oh, that was the remember the the term we didn't know. Oh yes. Third oh was it third party reproduction? Is that what it was. it was? I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's all just about third party <laughs> reproduction. Yeah. So I've never heard it called that before. Yeah. And that episode was kind of funny because like she was like all about using the term embryo donation mm -hmm. and you're yeah, like adoption. embryo adoption, yeah. which I think you said it on the podcast, but even after I was like, yours is such an adoption. Cause even this morning, like tell them about the letter oh, you yeah. got. So we said we have an open adoption with our, um, like egg donor. Um, and she has like, obviously Ben's biological sister. Um, and we send them like a Christmas gift or whatever. And she just sent Chris texted me a picture. She sent us just like a little thank you note, but she like colored on it. And she's what, she's almost three now. And she just like said thank you to Ben. It's just so sweet to be able to yeah like see that he, he has like full biological siblings and we have a relationship with them and we constantly send pictures back and forth and send birthday gifts and Christmas gifts and it's just a lot of fun. That's but so for us it is a true adoption. Oh yeah. Um, and I it's think it's different for everyone. It's different for everybody. And she really talks about how like the clinic really gives um what she didn't use the word unidentified, but basically they like don't tell you anything about the about genetics. It, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was the other thing I had never thought about. They have embryos where it was an egg donor and a sperm donor. Mm -hmm. And like those two people didn't know each other and they yeah. created embryos. So that was like unique. Yeah. Anyways, that one was educational. Yeah, I think so. And sure. she's coming to our party tonight. Okay, which also we, I don't think have really shared. No. We're having, hence why I'm also in Charleston. Um, but we are having a little launch party today in Charleston for season two. Yeah. And we invited all the guests that were within driving distance. Yeah. Sorry if you weren't. We, <laughs> did, we didn't figure you'd want to get on a plane for a launch party. We're not that we're cool. We're not that cool. Um, and then our family and like really, yeah. really close friends, which, yeah. So I, I've already met them, but like yeah. my mom could meet Amanda's. Well, they know yeah. each other too. I know. Our parents, I think, have met like maybe like years and years and years ago but you know I was thinking it was keeping me up at night like two nights ago and I was like what are we going to talk about do you know you were like 10 years old when we met Wait, I, yeah, I must have been like 12 uh -huh. or I you were like 12 and I was 14 yeah and then like we just it was like you and your husband they were like <laughs> okay we're never gonna see each other for like years and yeah, then we, <laughs> then we talk every day we're literally, yeah I love it it's so crazy how just like 
Yeah. It's insane. It's insane. Um, and then hold on. I want to go through everybody. We only had three other people. Um, oh yeah. And then Stevie who had just gotten pregnant, um, when we recorded and she had had miscarriages. And then last night we stalked and saw that. Oh yeah. And then we saw that she, it worked. Yeah. She had an ultrasound and there was a heartbeat. So exciting. If you listen to the episode in like April, yeah. <laughs> she she's pregnant. She's <laughs> um, and then Kelsey, oh my gosh. I that was Kelsey adopted and went through the failed adoption. Yes. I, I mean, sometimes you record with people. There's a couple this season where you're like, okay, they should just be the podcast host. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like just take over. Just take over. Literally. So yeah. eloquent with her words. Oh my gosh, yeah. So wise. I felt like I was just like stumbling over my words because her story is so powerful mm-hmm. and they're still, I think they're still actively trying. Sure I oh, I, we both I did. Think we did mm-hmm. both I think she was our second to last recording so far, but I think we're going to bump her up a yeah, little I mean, bit. It was just so good. It was really good. She's, and she has a really good Instagram presence. Yeah. I found her last almost a year and a half ago when I was like looking into adoption. adoption. Yeah. It is so crazy how you meet people through all this. Yeah. And then Katie, Katie is from Canada. So cool. Our first Canadian on the show. Yes. And she talked about her, she really was, they were doing IVF for um, genetic purposes, which was, we have not talked about that, which was cool. So that was it. Right. And then I think we we have a couple more. Yeah. Poor Sam. We we, we rescheduled Samantha. We were going to record with her today, but we are very last minute. (laughs) We're like, we got to Record ourselves. Um, yeah, so I don't know what else do we want to share with everyone. We're just in a we're just like we're in a different place for sure this time around, obviously, than yeah, last year. Yeah, last the first episode of last season, I was crying, texting my mom, like I don't know if I, I I don't know if I want to do this. Yeah, I had a miscarriage November 20. Yeah, 28. And I think we recorded like two days later yeah. and I was like, I don't, I just like, don't want to be, I don't want to do it. Yeah. And it's crazy this November. I'm we like, think it's probably so hard, like talking about infertility, hearing people's stories constantly, and then hearing even people get pregnant when you, all you want is to get pregnant. So I mean, it's like that same thing when you see like somebody post that they're pregnant on Instagram and you're like, yeah. I freaking hate you. I'll be so honest. Like when Morgan told us she was pregnant, I was so pissed. Yeah. I was like, I mean, I love you, Morgan. <laughs> I <laughs> do. I absolutely like, do. That's true life. That's like reality. Of like, yeah. Oh, sucks. And I was like, I don't want to freaking edit her episode. Like, cool. But I think it's <laughs> such a thing. Like, I think it's like really shows that you truly can live in a state of like happiness for someone else mm-hmm. and then like hurt for yourself. Like you can, you can literally have both of them at the same time. Yes. And you just have to like have that boundary of like, okay, this is what I can yeah. possibly like be okay with and be around if you, if you mentally can't handle mm-hmm. it, then you need to, I know we've talked about it. Like, yeah. And I even think that's, that's literally where we read each other's mind. Like I, you know, obviously I'm really heavy in the infertility community, specifically in Charleston. And a lot of my friends I met through that. And so like when I have a baby, when I had my baby shower, I was like, like, I was so cognizant of the fact that like half my friends are not going to want to come. And some of them did, which more power to them. Cause I don't think I would have. Um, and some of them didn't. And I was like, it makes me happier that you texted me and said, I'm not in a place where I can come. Then if you showed up enough to like, yeah. Yeah. Tell me that. I'd rather you not through and like dying on the inside. Absolutely. Cause I know I went to a baby shower. Gosh, 
I don't know, whatever year we're in when I was going through this and I literally walked in, I saw everybody. I dropped the present off at the fireplace and I walked out and I texted my friend. I was like, I just can't do it. Yeah. It was too much. Um, okay. Where else are we going with this? (laughs) No, I think it's great. We're We're just, I just can't believe like season two we're here. I know. We have a whole crop load of episodes coming your way. Yeah. And it's exciting. And I think we want to, and like, obviously after we've like shared this first episode, like let us know if you even want to hear us talking Mm -hmm. because I know like a lot of people like want to hear from other people's stories and like, especially those that have similar situations they're going through. Um, but like we have like talked about potentially doing like an episode of just Kat and I every month too, like throwing it in the mix. And we also are trying to convince our husbands to come on and do us for chatting and getting like the guy's perspective, which I think could be really interesting. We've been wanting to do that since, since episode. Yeah. Since the beginning, since episode one, episode one, when we didn't know how to use the computer, Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. no, I think that's good too, because I mean, like in reality, when you go through infertility, like the divorce rate's really freaking high. I feel like it either totally like brings you guys together. And it's like this thing that made you guys so strong and mm-hmm. like you're able to rely on each other or it can really break couples up. Like it's, a, yeah. it's hard. It it's hard. So much crap you're going through that like, and everything just shifts. Like, honestly, so now that I've gone through infertility and gone through miscarriage, gone through IVF and then uh, gone through having a baby, a baby and now like, it's like equally it's like I would say it's equally difficult going through that because your whole life is infertility yeah and then in turn it makes your partner's life infertility yeah and like you're always sad and you're always talking about it and you always say what date is it um but yeah even postpartum though like oh my god I don't know like a whole yeah postpartum and just like motherhood and and it's, it's and been interesting. And- yeah. And it's been interesting. I think for like, even Josh, my husband postpartum, like when she's crying in the, in the middle of the night for me, having gone through everything I've gone through. And I, I can't speak from, if I didn't go through it, maybe I'd feel the same way, yeah. but it's like, let me grab that little baby. Yeah. And I like, I know I used to wish for sleepless nights all the time. Yeah. I'm like, yes, I am so tired, but I wish but, I prayed for this. Yeah, absolutely. And it's kind of, it kind of so pushes cool. you. Yeah. And I, you know, I didn't know that Josh felt the same way, but he says things like, I think last week I was like, aren't you just so tired? Like, this is just so different than what yeah. we, cause you know, like all the holidays and like, this is different than last year. And he's like, yeah. yeah, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Like, this yeah, is what we wanted so for true. so long. Yeah. yeah. And I know we talked about it just like a little bit when you and I were just chatting, but, and we could probably have a whole episode on it, but even just like anxiety after, like during postpartum, like I know for me, and we talked about it, like I struggled so bad with stressing that something was going to go wrong with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still, he's 14 months and I like always get so nervous that something's going to happen. It was for me, especially at nighttime. Um, I always thought, and this might be like intense to say, but I literally thought he was going to die Yeah. Like every night. And we used the outlet sock and I was able to see like his oxygen and all this and like his heart rate. And I still like thought Which something is, was going to happen. Were you like that during the pregnancy? I think you told me you were, or was yeah. it worse after he was It born? was definitely worse after, but I was, the, I was that person that was like, I had the kick count app on my phone mm-hmm. and I would count how many kicks he had and like all of that. And I, I mean, I was a high risk pregnancy because of my lupus mm-hmm. and so I already was seeing like the MFM yeah, all the time all the time so I mean I got to see him all the time which was nice and gave me like that reassurance but I still I think because everything we went through and I'm sure so many people can relate to this you're like 
okay, now it feels like too good to be true. Oh yeah. And it's like, when's I, the other shoe going to drop? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like in a split second, something bad is going to happen because that always is what the case was. Mm-hmm. Like, I always would go to the doctor and something bad would happen. Same. So I was like, I was just like waiting for them to tell me that something was wrong. And then he got here and then I was still waiting for yeah. something bad to happen. And yeah, I just like, which is so interesting. Like for me, my anxiety was crippling while I was pregnant, yeah, but well, I don't know why I know, but like for, I I'm shocked that I, I always remember this. I remember being pregnant and I was like, I just need her to scream when she's born. Once she screams, all the worries are going to go away. Yeah, yeah. And then I remember I was in labor. I didn't even think about her screaming. I was like, I don't know, like, really? just get, yeah, I was, yeah. I did have an epidural. So I was probably on a ton of drugs. I didn't even think about the scream. Yeah. Granted, she was so cute. She was just like, eh. it's like, Oh, Hey, yeah. um, Hey girl. Um, but for me, I don't feel, I mean, I, yes, I have hundred percent have anxiety, sure, yeah. but I never use my outlet sock. Yeah. Granted, she slept on me a lot, yes, yes. Um, but I do. I'm always constantly scared. Like something's going to happen. Yeah. And I've been really lucky in the fact that she's 14 weeks. I don't even want to say this. Not going to right. There's been no yeah. colds or sickness and I know yeah. it's going to happen, yeah. but like, I just haven't had to go through that just yet. Yeah. No, for sure. And you're kind of, the other side of it too is like, okay, they're here. What's like, she had a tongue tie that we had to laser off. And I was like, okay, well, if that's the worst thing, okay, we're good. You know, like you almost like baselined it back to like, she's here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It is crazy. It is so crazy. Cause I think like, I did not expect to have that much anxiety afterwards. I like, exactly. Like I was like, okay, once he gets here, like everything's fine. That's all I wanted Mm -hmm. to be. But then got here. Yeah. And all I wanted was baby. And I'm obsessed with him. I am just scared something was going to happen to him. Yeah. Because you, I mean, you worked so hard to get them. You want, obviously, you're a mom now. So, like, you're going to do everything in your uh-huh. power to get them. But do you so think? Crazy. And I know we probably should wrap up, but do you think like when you do your next IVF transfer, cause you're a hundred percent transferring all of them, all of them. So we have the adopted three, we have two more to go. And yeah, so we'll do, I'm not going to transfer like two embryos at a time. They okay. won't let me. Cause you're too young. No. Cause I'm too high risk. Oh. So because of my lupus, they don't think my body would be able to potentially like sustain both Twins. embryos. Mm-hmm. Um, because I already had to get like induced early with my, cause my lupus at the end of my pregnancy did, um, like flare up. So I had to go on like steroids at the end. And then I got induced earlier than I was originally expected to get induced. Dang. So yeah. So they definitely don't want to do twins. So we'll so do each do, one separately. So you'll do three transfers three no matter what, yes. even if you're like 40. <laughs> no, we'll do quick. So you're I'll, young. I'll do. Yeah. So like I'm, I'm turning 30 this year and then my goal is in the spring. So similar time frame I did then. So I'm thinking like March or April of 24. 24, March or April. So, next year. so this time I'll be like starting oh to slowly gosh. gear up, get meds, all that. So my question year. for yeah. you, and again, this is kind of what I was alluding to with miscarriages too. Like, what do you, th- you think your mindset's going to be totally different going into it now that you have been and that now you're going to have to like explain to him what's going on eventually? Um, I mean, I think always, no matter what, I'm going to always still be scared that I'm going to like miscarry. Oh, of course. Um, or like just scared it's not going to work. Yeah. Um, but especially I, I feel bad for me, which I know is not the case. I know even with a healthy embryo, like for you transfers yeah. can still not work it can like not implant like I know obviously all that 
but I think in my head, which I'm like, not going to let because it's probably, uh-huh. but like for me, it always was, okay, I knew everything didn't work because it was all un- like they were abnormal. And you got pregnant your first transfer, first with- transfer with a normal embryo, which was then, and it worked. So I'm like, okay. And I know the other two are normal. And not only they're normal, they're literally been like they're blood related to Ben. Yeah, they're siblings. Yeah, so, they're yeah. all siblings. Which yeah. was like the I every time I tell your story to someone, I'm like, yeah, but like Ben's like sibling like blood related to all his biological siblings. That's blood related. Blood related. I don't know where that came from. They're blood related. <laughs> they're blood related. They're biological siblings. Thank um, you. But yeah, that's cool. Which is, so which is another cool thing of and I like obviously not gonna share, but like you already know the gender. Of so all your babes. Fun. I know. Really so you can really start thinking of names. Yes. Oh, we have the whole thing tonight though. I have yeah. Do you really? Oh, yeah, I know exactly what the next two names are. Oh my gosh. But so I know like exactly which one we're transferring next. Oh and, wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh cool. So cool. Do you, so you would have four kids? Well, no, it'd be three. Because it's we adopted three embryos. Oh, so you have two left. I have two left. Sorry guys. If I didn't, yeah, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get that. Okay, Pretty okay, yeah. that's a lot more doable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I'm like, four. yeah, I was like, wow, she's just gonna really have back back. really. I was like, you're gonna be forty. No, um, no, no. Yeah, so we have two more left. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Wow. I know. We're excited. Which is just so like we're in so different spaces because for me, like I don't have I don't have like anything. Any I don't have it. I will not do IVF again. Yeah. 100% will not do IVF again. Yeah. For us, it was just like a $30,000 miscarriage right when like I can, it so was, you can't get pregnant, like, yeah. yeah. Um, and I like, I think it was something you needed to try. I think it was something you needed to be like, okay, we did this. It oh, work. now we can move on to X, Y, and Z. And not only that, I mean, to experience it and to be able to now talk through it and like help other people through oh, yeah. it. Like I was like, honestly, relate it was, to so many people now. yeah, like because honestly it was worth, yeah, it was, I mean, it was, it was a lot, but like, it was kind of worth it. But I mean, it, I, I'm a true believer that everything you went through like has led you where you're supposed to be. And like, obviously now you would have gone through IVF a hundred times to get Brooklyn. Yeah. And yeah. I, yeah, I didn't even share that. If you follow my like Instagram stories, it was just so bone chilling. I went back and was looking through them the other night. Mm-hmm. So I was supposed to do, so I was gifted a round of IVF, which I wasn't going to do it again. And I think there were people in my life that were like, we, you have, like, we have hope, like this, this can happen for you. Um, and so it was paid for. And I was like, well, I'm definitely going to do it. Yeah. Let's do it. And my whole life, especially so from March of 2020 to like, so to just January of 2022, I was like, go, go, go. I never waited for anything. I was like, next procedure, sign the adoption forms, yeah. pay the fee, get yeah, the lawyer. Yeah. And in January was when I was scheduled to do my second round of IVF. And I, I think it was like, it was really good that it was January. I was yeah. like new year, new me, new yeah. focus. And we had already, we were almost active with the adoption agency and I was really just focused on adoption. Mm-hmm. I like, wasn't really focused on anything else. I'm like, I'm just going to wait. Like, let me just sit this one out. And yeah. in my Instagram story, it was crazy. I was like, I know I'm not like this, but I know I told you guys I was going to do another round, not going to do it. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know I was pregnant. I was pregnant. So crazy. Like, I, well, I mean, I was, I ended up getting pregnant. I got, I was four weeks pregnant on January 24th. So I would have done IVF, which is Brooklyn. Yeah. Which is my daughter, which like I would have started. No, I would have started birth control. 
Oh my god. Yeah. I would have started birth control at the beginning of January. That's insane. And it's just like, it's still so mind blowing reading. And then it's also crazy that there's like the third week of January and I had done all these stories about adoption and the whole time I'm I'm like watching the video and I'm like, I'm pregnant and I don't know. I had no idea. Yeah. It was really crazy. crazy. Yeah. And I think I did share on Instagram too. And I don't think I've I don't think we shared on the podcast, but we um, went active with the adoption agency at the beginning of January. And so it's only good for 12 months. So it, we did end like it, we went inactive officially. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was like mid December. Um, I actually, (laughs) it's a funny story. Uh, Josh is born in Germany. And so when you apply for adoption, you have to send your originals, your original birth certificate. And it was during COVID and it was taking, what <laughs> yeah I had one copy at his only birth certificate and it because of COVID it was like it takes six to eight months to, to get like an original cer- new, like, yeah so yeah. I just sent his only his, one really, well, <laughs> he, well, didn't he didn't know he didn't know exactly so, so then it was like November gosh. and we needed um we were getting Brooklyn's passport yeah and we needed his original birth certificate so I had to contact the adoption agency okay, and be like and they were like I have we could do a whole other episode on adoption because I have very different opinions yeah. on the agency that we were using now that I went through 12 months of it but yeah. they were like if we send it back you have to go inactive and I'm like I'm like are you kidding me like I have because they were scared that we were gonna just go go with another agency and I was like dude I have a yeah, eight week old I do not, I'm not like I'm just trying to get a passport I'm not like this. reapplying yeah. with somebody else and they're like if we send it back to you and I'm like just send it back to me oh well we I'm not gonna like bring home an infant in the yeah. next three weeks I can barely survive yeah. No, so crazy. yeah that was that story oh um so funny. yeah well I feel like I don't know how long have we even, even been rec- oh it doesn't even tell us does it this was actually so fun because we did. I didn't look at when we started. I don't either. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> oh wait, <laughs> so we went to go get coffee this morning, and I get back in the house and it says, "Have you got? You guys have probably seen this. It says tracking notification. The owner of this item can see its location, and it's like someone's following you with an air tag." And I'm like, That's "Amanda, I was like, who is it? Somebody air tagged my car." She's like, "No, we took my car, and I have one, so I <laughs> I lose my keys all the time. I'm like the worst with things, and so my husband put a air tag like an apple air tag on my keys so I don't lose it so I can find where they are well that was 57 minutes ago so that's oh, how I'm yeah. tracking right. our that's podcast so that's amazing that's really funny <laughs> I had always like I was like who put an air tag on my car yeah, I literally have them on everything like especially like when we travel I put them on like our suitcases and all what that. are they it like basically is just like a little tracking device. Like it's like a little circle thing and you throw it in and that way you can like know if you throw it in where like in your, like I put it in the stroller and so it goes under the plane and I make sure like, okay, it got onto the plane. So I know the strollers with us. Okay. Wait, so funny because last <laughs> night, Amanda's like, you're so, I was like, so for that, for tonight, for the weather fertility event, let's schedule the speech and highlight out our guests. And she's like, God, you're so intense. Can you please just have a glass of wine? <laughs> like, hey, let's drink. But then like, you're like, I got the outlet and I, I have the air so tag. I, I'm like a good happy medium. So I'm like really type A about certain things. And then other things I'm like, so chill and go with the flow and just like, like wing things. So I mean, <laughs> I'm like truly like, you never know which one of me you're going to it's a good I I know really I was no, like wait because yeah, even like with party stuff I like literally will have like it done six months in advance with the whole like yeah. checklist and yeah and then see I was the opposite I was like it's fine we'll just like show up yeah. and, and then other things I'm like oh 
Hey, what's up? <laughs> but anyways, today is Saturday the 7th. Is it the 7th of January today? I think so, which is so crazy. We're in 2023. Holy crap. 2023, guys. January 7th. And we are going to stop recording and we're going to throw this one out there to go live on Monday. Yeah, so it's gonna be like probably unedited and so crazy. You guys are gonna probably be like, "What is happening? Yeah. What happened to their?" I feel like every time we record too, in the beginning, I'm like, 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 I was gonna say on drugs, <laughs> but like I'm like so amped up because yeah, I'm so I'm excited so and I'm like, "What are we gonna talk about?" And yeah. then I get into it, and I'm like, "Okay, chill." Yeah. Even though I just downed like a whole coffee. Well, okay. Again, let us know if you guys like us chatting. If not, we don't have to do these. <laughs> yeah, it's like we can just have our guest on and be the focus. But I think it is fun for you guys to kind of get to know Kat and I more because obviously we are. Yeah, focus. and I do think it'd be cool to just hear the feedback, just because like I feel like target audience slash everybody that's listening is probably going through a season of infertility, and we at the current moment are in a very different season, yeah. but like we want, like we're so open to talk about yeah. just where we're at that week when we record. So like, yeah. if that's not something you guys want to hear, if that's not like really serving to you, let us know. We like totally don't have to do oh, that. Sure. Yeah. But anyways, but thank you guys. Season two. Season two. Happy 2023. We're so excited. <laughs>